Oh, man, it's such a hot, sunny day. I better set off for school. Bye, Mom. Bye, Izzy. What is it with this heat? It's the middle of autumn, and it's so humid and hot. Oh, it's thunder and lightning. I hope it doesn't rain. Nope, nope, there's the rain. Phew, the rain has stopped. But what is that all about? Why is the weather so wacky? One minute it's scorching hot and beautiful and bright. And the next, it's lashing rain with thunder? Huh? This doesn't make sense at all. Wait, hang on, it couldn't be. Just to add to my confusion, I'm seeing a rainbow. Hmm, this is really wacky weather. I wonder what's going on. I might just have to take out my Let's Investigate Frequency Modular Transponder and ask my investigators what's going on. Hello? Hi Izzy! Great to hear from you Izzy, that was some thunderstorm eh? It sure was. But seriously guys, what's up with the weather? It was so nice out and then it all went a bit, a bit haywire. My uniform is drenched and my shoes are squelchy from all that unbelievable rain. Why is the weather so strange? Our shoes are squelchy too, listen! Oh, our shoes are soaking, oh well. But Izzy, you're right. I wonder what is going on with this weather. Like you said, it's wacky. But I know one way we can find out. Louise, are you thinking what I'm thinking? If I'm right in my thinking of what you might be thinking. I think you might be right in your thinking of what I'm thinking. Will we? Come on. Let's investigate. Well, I'm standing here on a beach in Miami in the state of Florida in America. I'm just after emerging from a shelter in the basement of a house beside the beach because a huge white and grey tornado has just past. This isn't what I expected Miami to be like. I thought it would be blue skies and white beaches. Do you hear that thunder in the distance? Thank goodness the storm has passed. The wind is still very strong though. I caught a glimpse of the tornado in the distance as it was approaching and it was exactly as I imagined. It's a cone-shaped whirlwind coming from the clouds right down to the ground. It was so powerful that branches were flying to the left and right and litter bins were being thrown up, up into the air. Thankfully, it was only a light tornado at just over 100 kilometres per hour. Some tornadoes can be much deadlier, reaching over 480 kilometres per hour. Can you imagine the destruction? Tornadoes reaching those speeds can lift walls from houses and send cars flying through the air. The strong winds of a tornado are so violent that sometimes they can be deadly, so people living here are taught from a young age how to protect themselves from the storm. If there's no tornado shelter in sight, the best way to protect yourself is to go inside immediately to a windowless central room. Try and get under some strong furniture like a heavy table. There are warning systems in place here which let locals know the likelihood of a tornado, and that's how I knew to take cover in the tornado shelter. 
Some of the weather warning systems used across America include sirens, text messages, and there are interruptions to radio and TV broadcasts too. All personnel report to the nearest tornado shelter. Thankfully, I received a text message a while ago letting me know that the storm was coming. Phew. Anyway, I'd better get back to Ireland just in case this storm gets any worse. Let's investigate. Siobhan Ryan, you're a broadcast meteorologist. What does that mean? Um, well, basically, I'm a weather forecaster and I work not just on radio, but also on TV, farming forecast on a Sunday and the marine forecast on a Friday evening as well. So it's very varied. You're one of the people we see on the TV every evening standing in front of this map of Ireland going and it's going to be sunny up in Donegal and really wet down in Cork. That's correct. Um, normally it's sunnier down in Cork and, and wetter up in Donegal, I got that tipsy-turvy, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, normally, yeah, I'm there in front of the maps. And everybody in the country has heard of Met Erin. Who are Met Erin and how do they find out what the weather's going to be like? Um, well, Met Erin is the national... Um, Weather Forecasting Authority, um, we're I think around 150 people all working together trying to forecast the weather, trying to get um, your weather right for tomorrow so that you know whether to bring an umbrella or sunscreen out. Now it's not guesswork, it's very complicated how you predict the weather and in front of us here now we've got loads of flat screen TVs with maps of Ireland, satellite images, different colours and they're moving and changing all the time. What are we looking at here? We're looking at um, all the clues. Basically, meteorologists are detectives and we look at all the available clues. Um, We have official weather stations situated all around the country. We've, I think it's 16 official ones um, where people, and at some of those stations, basically, there's an observer who goes out every hour on the hour and reads the weather. So they're looking at the wind, the rain, the pressure, the cloud type, the wind speed, the wind direction. So all these observations are sent in every single hour, every single day of the year. And you use as well as weather stations, Mm. satellites in outer space. Satellites, that's correct. Well, we're all familiar with this word, but what does it really mean? Yeah, what is a satellite? (laughs) And what is this thing floating in space that you can use to tell the weather? Uh, Well, basically, it's an instrument or machine that rotates around the globe. Basically, it's way up high in the sky outside of our atmosphere so that it doesn't drop back down to Earth due to the gravitational force. So we're all safe taking photos or pictures of the weather systems that are occurring in the atmosphere way down below. So basically, it's it's a massive camera. How far into the future can you forecast Siobhan I know you can do the next day the day after that the day after that like if I asked you what's the weather going to be like in a week's time or in two weeks time can you tell me what it's going to be like in this day two weeks no, I wouldn't think so. Um, but it all depends what part of the world you're in. So if I'm closer to a very stable climate, say, for instance, the Sahara or Spain, I could kind of give you a good idea what's going to happen in two weeks' time. I could do that. It's the desert. Yes. It's going to be hot yes, in two yes, weeks. exactly. <laughs> but I can do it in the North Pole as well. Two yes, weeks, yes. it's going to be cold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Siobhan, everybody's talking about global warming. Is the planet getting hotter? It is. Basically, the Earth's climate is changing. We're all aware that sea levels are rising and weather patterns are changing, and that's leading to serious floods, droughts. And these changes are all due to the greenhouse effect that I'm sure everybody has an idea about. As a meteorologist, watching the weather over the last couple of years, do you notice a slight change in the weather in Ireland? Every year there's been something extreme. It's been the snow, it's been the summers, it's been um, the extreme storms last year. There's always something every year. Siobhan, thank you so much and go tell the weather. 
I will indeed. Thank you very much. Let's investigate. I'm walking through long green grass here on a farm in Mount Melick in County Leash and it's raining so Bernard Rochford can I come under your umbrella? Oh there's plenty of room here for you Colin yeah. Thank you very much Bernard and look at this what a beautiful field this is on your farm isn't this it? This is on my farm yeah big lush field green grass plenty for the cows. Most people like myself don't like seeing the rain but farmers love seeing rain. Love seeing the rain more rain more grass because grain when it goes in ground helps the grass to grow which means the cows can eat it produce some milk and that's your cornflakes sorted. Tell us what we can see around us. We're out in the countryside so you'll have the hedges all around the field here I'm going to point at the water truck over there there's the and it's full up as well because the rain is going up. into it. The rain pours into, goes into it we have a well as well so that fills that up cows need plenty of water to produce the milk as well and then you have the grass in the field which is the main product which we're standing in and look over there all the cows you have a lot of them there's a lot of cows Colin yeah we've got over 500 cows in our farm 500 cows it's an awful lot of cows isn't it amazing that the milk we put into our tea and over our Weetabix or cornflakes yeah. come from these black and white fellows in front of us black and white and you have jersey as well they're ginger coloured it's <laughs> really mixed mixed bag so what happens when you don't get a lot of rain? It's, you, have, it might, you may have a drought. If it's a long period where there's no rain, you'll have a drought. That'll affect grass growth, which means we less for the cows to eat. If they're under pressure then, they produce less milk and that affects our cost production. So how important is the weather to you in what you do your job? Crucial. The weather's so important. Because especially after winter, in the spring, we want to let the cows out to graze the grass as soon as possible. And if, if it's too wet, we can't let them out. If it's too dry, the grass isn't growing and we're under pressure then. So weather is vital. Now at the moment when I look down around our feet, we're standing in... It's wet because it's been raining a little bit, but lush green grass. So that means it's been good for the last few weeks. Exactly. If it's lush green, the colour, like really, really bright green, that means you know it's got rain. We'll have put fertiliser on the grass as well and all helps to boost the growth. If you see over there, there might be a yellow hint, an orangey yellow tint in the grass. That means there's potentially either a little bit of drought not in this situation or it got a lack of fertiliser. Bernard, I've heard in other countries they have something called irrigation on farms and that means where they spread water over the land because they don't get a lot of rain. Yeah. Do we need that in Ireland at all? No, we don't need that in Ireland, sir. As Pat Short once said before, it'd be a lovely little country if you only roof it. And you're happy even though we're standing under this big bright yellow umbrella you have this, and the rain is falling down on us? Yeah, and our arms are getting wet and it's cold. But yeah, if I see there's rain coming, that means the grass is, fert is, 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 grass is happy and that's my main business. Look, Bernard, the rain has stopped and the sun is coming out. We're opening a gate now, heading into another field. Mind your step there now, Colm. It's a bit you know, slippy, it's isn't it, after slippy. the rain? Be very careful. And these beautiful cows that we're looking at, does any other type of weather affect them in any way? Yeah, I mean, if it's too hot and you happen to water in the drinkers, they get thirsty, that's very... That, that will affect them um, they'll sweat a lot more they're like they are a bit like humans in certain ways and what about thunder and lightning thunder and lightning is not something they're very used to they get very scared we've often had cattle breaking out of their paddocks so the weather affects you every single day here every on the single day for better or for worse oh Bernard it was sunny a second ago and now it's starting to rain again so again. we better go in and put on the kettle that's fine I've a few bickies <laughs> Let's investigate. Hi, I'm Sophie and I'm from Dublin. Sometimes two rainbows will form at the same time. 
When this happens, there will be a normal rainbow and outside it will be larger. A bolt of lightning can travel at up to 218,871 kilometres per hour and reach temperatures of 30,000 degrees Celsius. That's hotter than the surface of the sun. Ice in the Antarctic is more than four kilometers thick in places. The Sahara Desert gets very little rain. For three years, from 1973 to 1976, almost no rain has fell at all. Every minute of the day, around 900 million tons of rain falls on the earth. Wow, that's a lot. Let's investigate. Ugh, walking to school is so boring. Hmm, what's that sound? Oh, it sounds like someone else's squelchy shoes too. Hi, Izzy. (gasps) Sorry, we're out of breath. We've literally run all around the country in our incredible top secret Let's Investigate title wave running shoes. Man, that was a long jog. So guys, what did you find out about this wacky weather? Do you think it will start raining again anytime soon? Well, our investigation brought us from one extreme to another. I was inspired by our little thunderstorm here in Ireland, so I took a visit to a place where thunderstorms can be so big. They have hailstones the size of golf balls in Miami, Florida. Hailstones the size of golf balls will be very sore. They're so powerful. They can cause dents in cars. And I went to Met Erin in Glasnevin where I met Siobhan Ryan. We were able to track some of the wacky weather using satellites, radar and weather stations. You can see all the information being taken from their satellites and radars on computer screens. And it shows you the weather as it's happening. Weather is so changeable. Being able to predict the weather forecast is so important, especially for people like fishermen and farmers. Exactly, Louise. Izzy, I went on a trip to a farm in County Leash, and you might be surprised to hear that what we would consider very bad weather, they would consider great weather. You see, farmers need both light and a lot of water to ensure that their crops grow. And this is particularly important when they're trying to grow beautiful green grass for all the cows to munch on. Well, guys, we're here. I better get into school and dry my socks under the hand dryer. Thanks for the great investigation. No problem, Izzy. Anytime. Now, Colin, where will we dry our socks and shoes? Well, luckily, the Let's Investigate team are working on a big, huge sonic tumble dryer back in our headquarters. Race you there? Let's do it. Thanks, guys. Investigation closed. Let's Investigate. Let's Investigate was written by Colin Flynn and Louise Denver and featured Izzy Stewart. The programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland and funded with the television licence fee. The series producer was Martina Madlin.